Hey, have you ever been on the job hunt? We are Jobs Across America, connecting you to thousands of jobs you can apply for today. Listen in for new job opportunities and gain practical strategies on how to obtain them. Welcome to another episode of Jobs Across America. I'm Brianna Strobel. And I'm Jean-Paul Renard. And today we are going to be talking about the new rules of resume building. We're going to kind of outline for you guys um, exactly how to make yourself look attractive to employers that you want to work for, um, how to show your value to them, um, and then some tips and tricks on how to attack opportunities to ensure you get the jobs that you want. Jean-Paul, you want to start off talking about um, the importance of this? Yeah, the importance of making yourself a brand. So the resume building today, those rules um, are different than they were many years ago. So many years ago, resume building was around a paper, right? So you go and you put a specific format. Uh, You go into any of the templates to build a resume, and that's what you're submitting in. What, what I propose and what we're proposing is a, um, a different strategy because the rules, those rules don't apply, right? Because even though there are a record number of jobs available, you are still competing in the marketplace. So I, Brianna, am a big proponent of people understanding that they are a brand. And if they build resume strategies uh, beyond just paper, Right, understanding that they're a brand, kind of like the way companies do, even the way that our company does, um, I think they're going to find a lot of success. So define brand a little bit for us. What exactly does that mean? So when we talk about brand, we're talking about, all right, so let's talk a little bit more about kind of the steps then, right? So maybe some of the steps that you take in order to build a brand, meaning yourself, right? The Brianna Strobel brand the Jean-Paul Renard brand. Um, so the, the, the traditional way is we created a resume, right? Or even a portfolio, right? And then you're giving, uh, you're, you're providing an introduction of who you, who you are and the history uh, and potentially your education, right? So where you work and where you study. What I'm proposing is that going beyond that, that's only going to give you one, an employer one snapshot, um, is to build strategies um, on social media, how you're presenting yourself um, as a brand, and the additional things that you should be doing um, to represent yourself properly beyond that resume. So I, I think um, you and I had a conversation about this this morning, about that the business world uh, doesn't necessarily traditionally uh, go the same way that some other categories uh, go through. Okay, example, sports. They're really, really good at predicting performance based on performance. So in other words, if you're, if you're gonna play a, be, be a basketball player, you go for a tryout, and you're doing something that's specific to the task that you're being potentially hired for. So you're shooting, you're running, you're jumping. But when you're going in for a job as an accountant, the only thing that you can give an employer right now is a sheet of paper and that interview. And interviews can be tricky, right? It could be biased. You don't know who's interviewing you. That's one, right? People tend to hire people that look and feel like them. Um, And then secondly, um, there there is, it could be as simple as you didn't perform very well that day. Like you didn't feel great. You ate something that didn't make you feel so good. Your blood sugar level was lower. You just weren't really sharp that day, right? 
what I'm proposing is that you go into these interviews assuming that potentially that the company you're looking to get a job with is very good, but maybe their hiring practices are not as sharp as they should be. And what I'd like to see is the same concepts that um, technology brings into the equation or sports brings into the equation about measuring performance um, as a value proposition that you as a, as, an empl- as a brand can bring to that company, that value prop, uh, you're able to bring into that equation. Should I give you like a real world example of that? Sure. Like what's, what's a resume that you've gotten in the past where someone really showed themselves as a brand, meaning they highlighted a specific portion of themselves that you said, that's the talent I want. Right. So, so what I, what I'm thinking is like, okay, so I might get, you know, I put a job posting in recruiters, give me, uh, those resumes that they feel that are appropriate. And they're looking at paper. Uh, what I want to do is I want to give that person something that's practical in, in the task that I'm asking them to do so that I can see whether they can perform that task. So a good example of that is, let's say, uh, this is the only one that's jumping on my head because I, I was reading about it this morning. Let's say you're a data analyst. Uh, uh, maybe if somebody, a company that is doing a really good job in, in trying to filter out who's appropriate for them to hire, they are... That, that person comes in, goes in for the interview, maybe they're giving them a worksheet and they're giving them a spreadsheet and say, look, this is information, some data. I want you to analyze this data and get back to me with it. So you can see the performance of that person. So you're not just judging them based on just the interview, uh, based on the style of that interview or based on their work history. You're also actually giving them a practical task that's related to the job. What I think that uh, candidates should do more is take that step on in behalf or on behalf? Is that how you say it? Really? On behalf? <laughs> on behalf. Yeah, I'm always getting <laughs> yeah. yelled at for grammar, right? So it's on behalf of the employer. So for example, um, you mentioned it earlier in our conversation. If you're a web designer and you're going in for a job to web design for a company, you should probably show up that interview with a site that you built for the company that you're interviewing with. So you're showing this practical execution of the job that you're applying for. And that gives an employer a much better idea of whether you are a good fit for their organization and can solve the problems that they're looking to solve. And you're going to be much more competitive in the market. Right. And there's a lot of ways to showcase um, those preparations that you've made. So let's say you're, a try- you're trying out to be a physical trainer or you're applying somewhere to be a physical trainer right. and you've had success in the past. Maybe you trained your friend uh, and you helped them get on the right track and there was a clear transformation that your friend made. Now, right. um, a good thing to do is to show that in some way or other, whether it's writing a blog post about it and posting it somewhere, uh, creating like a success story on your LinkedIn page and posting that there. Um, the era of resumes now is, is more than just how many years of experience did you have somewhere. It's showing this is what I can bring to the table. And there's so many tools out there. Um, so depending yeah. on the industry that you're in and the job you're going for, you may want to use several of these. Um, one is LinkedIn. LinkedIn is huge in the business world. Everyone's always looking people up there to see um, their profile, see what they've published. Um, relevant social media channels. Um, when you link in between social media channels, depending on which ones you decide to use, um, you may not want people seeing your Facebook 
but you might want them seeing your Facebook if it's a maybe a creative type of a job. Right. So linking between those profiles, making all information about you that's online accessible is very important. Blogs, if you can make a website about yourself, that's always a very impressive um, thing to do and you can completely personalize it. Um, there's a, a software called visualize.me online that basically takes your LinkedIn profile, it pulls all of the data it finds and puts it all into a really beautiful uh, graphic chart that tells your story in a visual way. If you hand that into somebody along with a resume, that can be a very powerful statement and can really resonate in somebody's mind, putting you on the top of a candidate list. See, I love what you're communicating because um, this is what I'm talking about, about building a brand, right? If you view yourself as a product that provides a value prop, a value proposition back to an employer, um, you're basically providing um, a insight into the future that the employer is looking at. The employer is, is looking at you as like, wow, you're solving a problem. You're going to be able to solve this problem because you've, you're showing me that you can solve it right now. So I don't have to guess as the person that's doing the hiring. I don't have to guess that you can do this job by saying, well, I like you or I don't like you, right? Because that can happen in an interview. It, it's, not, it's not an indicator. Whether you like me or not is not an indicator whether I can do the job or not, right? But most employers that are hiring have a bad practice in hiring people that they like rather than the person that can potentially excel at the job. So if you're coming in that way, you know, showing the practicality of what you're doing uh, and using those tools, I think it's a very powerful way of identifying amazing opportunities. Yeah, it's very hard to deny someone's skill at that point. And at that point, you also don't have to just list words on a resume like, I'm independent, I can solve problems. You don't have to use all of those cliche terms because you're showing it through action. Um, in today's market, that's definitely one of the most important things you could do um, to place yourself at the top of a candidate list. For sure, and which reminds me of one thing that we should absolutely mention um, is timing. So really great opportunities strike fast. And you know, being not only on the job boards, you know, making sure your resume is available in multiple types of, of job boards, whether it be the Indeeds of the world or the ZipRecruiters of the world or the Monsters of the world, whatever that you're utilizing, but I recommend doing all of them. Certainly LinkedIn is a big tool, like you mentioned earlier, but capitalizing an opportunity when it presents itself. Because great opportunities are exactly that. They're great opportunities. And great opportunities come and go very quickly. So don't, by any means, not take advantage in regards to timing. Don't say, well, I'm going to, I'm going to, I see this great opportunity. I'm going to tackle, this is Monday. I'll tackle this on Tuesday. By the time Tuesday comes, somebody jumped on it. And if somebody reaches out to you on a great opportunity or something you're interested in, you, you need to make yourself available for it. So don't say, well, they want to see you on Tuesday, but oh, look, I'm not available until Friday or, or next week, Wednesday. Look at your calendar carefully and say, can I move something around to accommodate this? Because I don't want to lose this opportunity. Yeah, definitely. And um, applying for opportunities as well. If you find something that interests you, that you think you would be really good for, um, and you want to go for it, not only do you need to jump on it right away, but I personally recommend uh, going for it in several different ways. So instead of just applying on a job board, which employers probably get 
hundreds of applicants on those type of sites, um, try to see what other ways you could make yourself visible to that company. Yeah. So one thing I've seen people do is um, when they apply for a job, they'll find uh, somebody in the HR department, let's say, of the company you're going for on LinkedIn and reach out to them directly. Say, hey, I applied today for that job I just saw that was available. Um, do you have any tips for me? Or um, do you know the right person I can speak with about the job further? So reaching out to people can sometimes um, make a really important impact. I know... Yeah, the direct J- reach out. Yeah, the yeah. direct reach out. JP mentioned even uh, using snail mail, right? Yeah. Folding up your resume and yeah. putting it in the mail and sending yeah. it directly to a company. Well, think about it. Like if, if when you're on when you're on Indeed or whatever, there's, there's millions of resumes, right? And then recruiters have to filter through even all the people that applied, right? Um, how much like regular mail do you get these days? Other than like all the garbage mail that you get, right? Coupons and this and that, right? The regular mail, like I get personally maybe 12 to 15 pieces of mail of resumes from people uh, that mail it to me with a letter. And I, I open them, I read them, and I contact them 100% all the time because it's a way that they differentiated themselves and it's easier for me to identify who they are. So it's if you find out who the hiring manager is on a job that you're applying for, why not send them a mail, a mailing of who you are, of your resume, your your any links that you have which should be on there, like hey, check me out on LinkedIn here, or what did you call that? Visualize. Visualize. Visualize.me. Me. Yeah. There's a lot like of that. tools like that. Just look up that yeah. one, and then a bunch more will pop up. Um, but the snail mail point does bring up that it is important to have a good traditional resume in addition to these other efforts. Great point. There's a lot of good free tools online that help you build these. If you don't know how to do it, or maybe yours just looks dull and you want to reimagine it, put it together in a more visual way, um, canva.com, C-A-N-V-A.com is a great free tool that I personally use for many things besides just resume building. Um, some other ones would be Zeti, uh, resume.io, even using Microsoft Word. A lot of people think that's outdated these days, but you can find some great Word templates online that can make your resume 100%. look stellar. So that's also very important. And, and, and Brie, how important is it for somebody's resume to be current? It is one of the biggest pet peeves for recruiters it is important that your resume is updated. If you are done working with an employer, and it needs to say that you were done. It needs to show the dates. It can't say the date and then it presently working there. And then when the recruiter connects with you and says, hey, you're currently at site. Oh, no, no, I actually stopped working there six months ago. So you can have this beautiful stellar resume if the information is not accurate, meaning current inaccuracy, man, that's a big problem. So make sure your information is current. Yeah, and put your contact info at the top. <laughs> put, all, <laughs> that would help. All of these uh, traditional uh, tips are definitely important. Now, so, I, I want to mention something before you before we run out because I know we're running out of time soon. Oh, what, 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 what did I miss? I know that there's a couple things we missed, but there's one thing that I know out of all the skills that you have because you have like all these incredible skills – that if you went into that job interview and used used the, that practical like I'm going to execute thing, you were more than likely not going to get the job. You're singing. <laughs> I heard you sing. Yeah, I don't recommend you go for a singing job. I highly 
I yeah, okay. Don't. I don't. I don't recommend. I it. think they have auditions for that, and I think I'd be kicked out of the theater. So I think that's very, very possible. Yeah, I know it yeah. sounds a little like you know. Yeah, I could make a good resume about it. Though. <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> Killer resume. <laughs> Let's hope they hire you just based on the resume. Yeah, exactly. and not the audition. Right. Right. <laughs> if there's no audition, I have a solid chance. <laughs> So, so one more thing I did want to mention, though, um, all of these things that we've we've mentioned so far do make you valuable in the eyes of recruiters and uh, hiring managers. Um, but one other thing to make yourself very valuable is to just keep up with the news in that industry you're going for. Uh, that's a great point. It's a huge thing people are always looking for, especially in technology roles, um, creative roles, even administrative roles. Processes in business are constantly changing. So if you know a thing or two about what's going on in your industry, even just bringing it up in an interview can really help you, um, one, keep the flow of conversation super casual and comfortable, but two, just show your knowledge that you're already an expert in what you're trying to do. Yeah. It's a great way to be prepared. Yeah, absolutely. No, No question. No question. I think it's a great point. It's a really, really great point. Awesome. Any other comments? Um, other than um, the singing comment <laughs> and that face you gave me when I said it. <laughs> so we'll wrap up for today. <laughs> I'm Brianna Strobel. And I'm Jean-Paul Renard. And thank you for joining us on Jobs Across America. See you next time.